So take a second real quick. Take a second to think about, you know, whenever you face any adversity, whenever you feel like you've really reached your lowest point, just where things just kept piling on, piling on, piling on, the stress, the agony, you name it. We can, we can go on, on and on and on. How did you rebound from that? Did you rebound from that? Did anything come from that? Did that kind of change your mindset a little bit? Did that kind of change the way you wanted to move forward, how you even wanted to impact? Well, for Mason, it definitely did. You know, he will definitely be the first to tell you that a few years, he was at his lowest point. You know, he really just felt like he was depressed. He didn't like the way he looked. He didn't really like the people around him. He was really very self-centered and isolated. But he will also tell you that he didn't let that break him. If anything, he really let it make him. He really let it make him into the man that he is now and the impact that he wants to have on everybody. So tune into episode 110. Please enjoy this as we really took a deep dive with Mason. He, he shared some life moments with us. He shared very transparently what he went through, what he was facing, but how, you know, he didn't let that stop him and how today he's been able to impact so many different people, whether it be social media, whether it be face to face, word of mouth, you name it. So without further ado, enjoy episode 110. Mindset matters. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner, man. Big shout out to my man, Brian, man. Brian was somebody who I met. I feel like it's probably been about a year now. Time goes so fast. You know, when you live in Florida, just when you're having fun doing all of that. But Brian was somebody who originally his company was actually one of the companies that was housed at my job. So we just hit it off. He was the, his company was pretty young. So a lot of them, you know, just between the events we were throwing and just everything that we were doing, it was cool. And then we even hung out outside of work. So that was a good vibe. But Brian was somebody who I don't remember at what point or what stage, like in our friendship, he found out about the podcast. But when he did, he was just all for it. So for me, like, you know, I don't really I don't know everybody's gauge or temperature when it comes to podcasts. Like some people are all for it. Others are just like, you know, I'm, that's not really my vibe. So with him, like he was just like, no, bro, like I listen to podcasts. He even gave me a couple of suggestions of his own. So once I told him, you know. Well, check mine out. Let me know what you think. If you hate it, tell me you hate it. Like, it was a joke. But he so he, he started giving me feedback. Like, he wasn't catching every episode, but the episodes and just the, the social media posts that I was doing and everything like that, he was able to give me some pretty good feedback. So fast forward now a little bit. He hit me up on IG, sent me a page. He said, yo, bro, I want you to check out my boy Mason. Like, he's doing some good work. I think that you put y'all two heads together, y'all two minds together, y'all chop it up. I think y'all can come up with some dope content. So... Lo and behold, I'm sitting across from Mason right now. So Mason was somebody who, as soon as Brian kind of bridged that gap for us, I, I reached out to him. We kind of talked, chopped it up. Quick turnaround time, as you can see. This this probably was like a week, a week and a half, two weeks, if that. So he was kind of traveling. I was doing some traveling. But he said, let's let's get back in town. Let's lock in. Let's figure out the schedule. So here we are. So very excited, man. Like I said, big shout out to Brian. But very excited, you know, to pick Mason's brain a little bit here, what he has going on. But then also give that to y'all. So Mason, how you doing today? How's everything, bro? I'm doing great, bro. Yeah, shout out to Brian, man. Is yeah. man is a plug. Love yeah, it. Sure. Facts, facts, facts. So I know we're gonna have a, a host of people. I know we're gonna have the Florida side of people tapping in with you. I know we're gonna have, you know, just me and my crowd and just the audience that I have already, but I also know we're gonna get some people far and in between. So can you one just tell us a little bit about yourself and then can you two just tell us what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so about me, I kind of started my journey in the the public space last March or so. That's when I started getting on TikTok. And, um, you know, at the time I was kind of trying to figure out what I was doing. I was about to graduate from college, had no idea. Kind of was like, yeah, I'll start a coaching business because I was, I was going through the whole fitness stage, all that stuff. Um, and so, you know, one day I, I just had this epiphany. I was like, you know, I just need to put myself out there. Let's do it. 
let's send it on TikTok because that seems like it's the place to be. And so, you know, I go through this little trial period for a few weeks, had no idea what I was doing. And then finally I started saying some things and putting out some content that was hitting. And so, you know, I doubled down on it, kept going, kept learning all that stuff, started building up a following. Um, and then, yeah, in about a year and a half, here we are at about a third of a million followers, um, growing every single day, building a stronger community. Um, my message, first and foremost, is built around authenticity and truth. And so, you know, teaching people how to live with those principles in their life, uh, creating higher standards for themselves, rewiring their mindset, confidence, getting in touch with their spirituality, whatever that is, um, and just overall life mastery and self-improvement. So, you know, I'm really obsessed with helping people become the version of themselves that they know that they're capable of. Um, and I'm trying to do that at a mass scale. So that's the mission. That's where we're at. And so far, so good. So I know my fraternity brother, when he hears this, he's going to kill me because he's been telling me to get on TikTok for months. Like he's been telling me just between the, he literally told me, bro, he said, you already have the content. He said, just send it to me. I'll post it for you. Like you don't even have to do anything. And I just keep putting it off and putting it off. So I'm going to have to get right. But something that you kind of told me that, that stuck out in the very beginning is, okay, you said that you got on, you were kind of realizing that TikTok was just, you know, it was, it was the, the newest social media app. Everybody was on it, was getting hyped. You were seeing all the TikToks on every other app. Why not go over here? You said that when you first got on, you know, it wasn't really, things really weren't receptive enough. Like people weren't, you know, it wasn't really where you are today. Like you said third of a million, everything like that. So with that, with the message that you had, with the mindset that you had at the time, with everything that you wanted to do with this new app, and it not kind of going your way in the beginning, why didn't you just kind of go back to what you knew? Why did you continue to just plug at it, plug at it, plug at it? What made you really keep going? Um, so my mindset, you know, the way I was raised, I was very fortunate to have good parents uh, know how to raise me. But, um, you know, I've always just been someone who I'm going to do something until it works. And so, you know, at the time, like I was putting content out. And, you know, after probably like 20 or so videos of maybe like five, 10 views, I was like, well, you know what? No one's watching me anyway, so might as well keep going and see what happens. Because you can't really go down. You can go to zero, but it's like, it is what it is. So, you know, just keep plugging and going with it. At first, I was trying to do like the trends and, and like copy people, all that stuff. And I was like, I feel fake. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to play that game. I'm just going to say something I know. I'm going to give an opinion. And that's why I try and tell people now who, you know, ask me how to grow a following. I'm like, literally, they say be yourself, but it's so cliche, you know, like just be authentic and provide the value that you can provide in the moment and just give an opinion. Like your opinion is the best value you got. That's a fact. And it's crazy that you kind of you, you spoke on that. And you explained it that way, because I, I can almost very much echo that same sentiment. So when I first started the podcast back in 2019, like, I don't know about you, but I didn't listen to podcasts back then. This was really like in the kind of at the height of the pandemic, I want to say a little bit into it, but it was really one of those things where I was just like, you know, I knew what I liked. I knew what would resonate for other people, maybe not necessarily be my people, because I remember sitting down with one of my boys, shout out to KC. And he was just like, bro, like, who's your audience? Like, what do you want to target? Who do you want to do? And I'm just like, you know, Honestly, I feel like the my friends and people, my colleagues and people I went to college with and things like that, they'd be the last two. But I was thinking from my state of mind, I was thinking that, oh, well, I don't listen to podcasts. Why would other people? I don't listen to, you know, that's not really, but that's just me. I'm one of thousands, millions, you know, however you want to say it. So it was just, he was just like, whoa, he stopped me in my tracks right there and was just like, no, look, 
he he was even listening to podcasts at the time. That's why he was able to get the knowledge base and things that he had like that. And he was just like, look, you got to understand that. Yes, your personal page, your what you have going on right now, it may not resonate with everybody when you make the podcast and when you do the post and everything. He said, but if you differentiate the two early and right now, you'll find out very quickly who's your audience and who's not. So I'm just like, wow, OK, because I didn't want to make another page. I just felt like it was more maintenance. I had to, now I got to remember another password, another login. I got to do all this starting over. I was just like, you know, I wasn't with it. But so now kind of moving forward a little bit, had the podcast started it. I said, oh, like, and well, this I don't really know too many people in it. But I know if, if you're telling me my podcast is going to be on Apple, Spotify, six other places I had never heard of. Oh, we'll be viral in no time. Like, this will be easy. First episode out. Yeah, OK. Second episode out. Yeah, OK. True. Third, fourth, fifth. I'm just like wow, like still didn't hit the top chart yet. Like still nothing. Like what's going, is it me? Is it the people? Like what's going, so, but it just goes to show you that, you know, everything is not going to be that one hit wonder. And honestly, I look back now and I'm just like, well, damn, had I really been that one hit wonder, had I snapped out first, second episode, I would have negated so many people because I guarantee if I would have just went viral, I would have skipped over so many different people. I would have missed a whole step of my foundation, you know? So sometimes you really need that, that trek, that, that path, that start. Cause like you said, when it's you, when it's really what you want to do, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, right. well, this episode got three plays. So what's the worst? The other one will get two. Okay. Like it's still, that's five plays for me in two episodes. That's not bad. Right. So you keep building on that. And now we have a, over 50, 100 plus episodes. And it's just like, bro, you you really have to appreciate that though. But you also have to recognize that if it's for you, if it's what you want to do, if it's here, if that's your mindset, then no matter what comes your way, no matter what happens, no matter how many plays, how many views, how many following, how many people resonate with it, you're still going to, like you said, continue to be that authentic self. So now you also spoke about coaching. You spoke about how you were just obsessed with wanting people to be the best version of their self, really wanting people to give the authentic and true self. Mm -hmm. Why? I understand that, you know, you had a great upbringing. That's kind of was your mindset early on. But why do you then want to translate that into others? Because honestly, at the end of the day, you you can go all in on Mason and just snap out and just rock out. Like you said, you've already done that and you're already there. It speaks for itself. So now why do you want to then convey that message to others as well? Yeah, so it really started. So I went to college, uh, Miami University, Ohio, went to play football there. And so I, you know, been a football player my entire life, right? And it's like, that's who I was. I was was Mason, the football player. When I was picking up chicks, I was the football player. It's like, everything was the football player, you know, more so than me actually knowing who I was, right? And so after my freshman year, after there's some values and culture issues going on, all of a sudden, like, who I was was gone in a day, right? And so you get in that situation, that's an an ego death. Like, that's a real ego death because it's like, you can no longer call yourself something you've been your entire life, right? And so, you know, after that, I was obviously angry at the world. Um, I was kind of like relieved for a little bit because I didn't know if it was for me anymore. But at the same time, it's like my identity's gone. Um, you know, at the time, I had a girlfriend too, and I was like angry. So that fell apart. And it's like all of a sudden, everything of who I knew myself as was in the past. And, you know, that left me in a dark hole for about, a year or two years and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, struggled to make friends, struggled to have a new relationships, struggled to really do things. And so, you know, I kind of found myself in this situation where, you know, after looking at myself in the mirror, being overweight, being depressed, hating my life, I was like, you know, it was, the, it was that one moment where you look at yourself and you're like, all right, enough is enough. And, you know, I got to make that decision to change. And so, 
that was being at rock bottom, right? I could not, I literally could not get any lower than I was. Like I was checked out mentally. And so building myself up, that's, that's the moment I had like a little spiritual awakening and realized like what we can become and the power of like meditation, teaching me how to be present, all that stuff. It introduced me to the concept of becoming somebody. Um, and so I realized like being at the very bottom and having nothing allowed me to create anything. And that was the big switch for me. And so it's like the way I go into the world now, I know what's possible. And I've, I can see myself in the mirror every night and see the person that I've turned myself into. I no longer want to see, you know, especially guys, but people in general, I don't want to see people go through that same pain and that same struggle that I went through and not thinking that there's a way out because, you know, the amount of purpose and passion I've gone gotten from morphing myself into who I am today, it's literally, it's changed everything. And, you know, I want to show people that same way and, and make self-improvement something that you don't have to do alone, you know, give people something to resonate with, make a community around it and just overall make the world a better place. Get us out of living in fear and get us into courage. No, that's too real, bro. I, I, I swear that, you use that term rock bottom and I, I relate to that all too well just because I, I've been there, you know, losing my mom back in 2011, 15, 16 years old. Like that was tough, bro. And it was just like unexpected. Nobody would have ever guessed that I'm in high school being a football player, just being a guy like, you know, it was what it was. But now I got a little brother who's looking up to me. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a stepdad who I have to basically mend that relationship with now. And and for the sake of just the family and everybody else make it happen. I have an older sister who is not in the state at the time, but who we just have to come closer as a family. I have grandparents who, you know, they just lost their child. And it's just like, I don't know how to be there for them. But I feel like I have to. I just felt like part of me needed to. And you just know, like you said, you you just get to a point so low. And you're just like, nothing is, there's nothing else you can do to me. Hate the world, not praying, doubting, everything like that. Oh, you name it. I was, I was doing it for sure. But it just takes that little by little. I remember one of the first questions my grandparents asked me when I woke up, well, what do you want to do? I said, I got to go to school. Like, I can't, I can't just sit here. The more I sit here isolated, it almost felt like quarantine. I just couldn't go anywhere. This is in 2011. Like I was just, I'm, I'm too consumed by my thoughts. Cause I'm already a person who just sitting in the room. Like I was listening to music before we hopped on here, just thinking like, you just yeah. am like, mine is just going everywhere. So it's just like, for me to do that, especially at such a young age, it was just like, no, I got to get right. I got to figure it out. But for me, going back to school, seeing my classmates, seeing my teammates, so surprised that, you know, I was, I was just back. I was ready to make it happen. I was really ready to get back into the flow of things. It, it triggered something in them to one, you know, they still want to be empathetic and everything like that. But it also was just like, damn, like he's, that's, that's different. Like we've never really like, what, like how, like granted, I haven't lost a parent, but I know I've had so many people tell me, yo, I don't know how you did. If I lost my mom, lost my dad, it'd be the end of me. And I'm just like, at one point in my life, I said that though. At one point in my life, I said, yo, like, I'd never fathom that, especially growing up. Like, you don't fathom losing a parent. But when it happens to you, when it puts that in perspective for you and you realize that it's more to it, I, I tell people every day that I, I think a lot of it was just I recognize what she instilled in me. I recognize that I couldn't let this all crumble. I couldn't just, you know, fall out. I, I couldn't just not set a good example for little bro. I couldn't 
let the house fall apart, let relationships break and build and use that as a crutch or as an excuse as much as I wanted to, as much as I just wanted to crawl up every day and just right. isolate, had to keep it going. So the fact that I've been there, the fact that now I can look back and think about my mindset back then, where I was, what I was thinking, what I was doing and recognize that, damn, you made it out of that. There's so many people now who I talk to, they're just like, yo, like, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you were raised. I don't know what she put in you, but you got some type of drive or something in you. So the fact that I can do that and I feel that way, I know that there's other people feeling the same way. Because like you said, bro, everybody has experiences. Everybody has a story. Everybody's come from something. Everybody's going to go through things and is currently going through things. Right. Don't let that be the end or the be all for, for everything, bro. The fact that we can come out of, of these slumps, of these mindsets, of just these feelings of just of everything. Because like you said, a year or two years of just feeling low, just depressed, just hating everything, bro. That's a long time. Like, yes, two years has gone by very fast. I've been in Tampa two years. It's been like that. But two years yeah. negative of you just every day living in that, oh, that feels like the longest time of your life, literally. Like, I still remember that. And this was 11 years ago almost. So it's just like, it's all about that mindset. But then it's also about recognizing I'm always interested in people who, you know, go through things but grow through those things. And then they want to reciprocate that onto others because that's needed. Because I think about, you know, how many people lost a parent and just may have not had the same mindset as me, just may have not had that the same relationship or the same emotional or family or support, but you need it. You need that. You know, it's not to say that just because your upbringing was any different that you deserve any less of support or anything. So the fact that, you know, we, we can come together, we can recognize that, look, we didn't let this experience break us. We don't want this to break anybody else. I think that that's just, that's just amazing, bro. So Thinking about what you do, thinking about how you kind of have corralled not only this following, but this just this message, this mindset, everything like that. What is what is I would say what is difficult about what you do? Because I'm, I'm honestly I've watched the content. I've listened to it. It motivates me, bro. And it's just like I kind of just get introduced into some of the stages. But, you know, a third of a million, the following that you have on IG, what you do even outside of this. I, I know it's I know it's tough. Bro. I know it's all not just smoking mirrors or walking the park. So what would you say has really been? difficult has really been tough about learning this, whether it just be you think about the beginning stages till now, whether it just be more recent algorithm, anything like that. What is really something that has stood out to you as a challenge? I'll tell you this, brother. I think the whole journey itself is difficult, but the purpose itself underlying everything is what allows me to keep going. I truly believe like, you know, the more difficulties we face in life, the more it's going to rebound at one point and put us on the mountain that we're meant to stand on. Um, you know, the struggle is literally what makes us. And, you know, you're talking about your brother, like, you know, watching him and all that stuff. That's something I learned too, is like the more responsibility for others that you give yourself, even if you have nothing yourself, if you can walk into a room and make someone's life better or be accountable for somebody, that's going to give you the purpose to keep going. And it's tough. I mean, I, I get DMS every now and then of, you know, and I, I hate it because it's like these dudes who are like 15, 16 year old and they're like, man, I, I'm serious. I was thinking about killing myself and I was depressed. And it's like your videos and what you speak about, it saved my life. And it's like now I'm getting the best shape ever. And it's like, you know, back in my football days, I thought it was all about me. I thought it was all about me. And then you get messages like that and you see that you're making real impact. And it's like, you know what, if I have to hold up the weight of the world, it's going to make me strong in the process. So it's very rewarding. It's very fulfilling. Um, and I wouldn't change it for everything. Definitely, it can take a toll on you mentally. You got to learn how to set like boundaries 
Um, if you're very like emotionally in tune, like I'm very empathetic with people and I, I can feel what they're feeling. Um, and that's something I had to learn how to tune out myself is to like dissociate from the fact that it's not my emotions, it's them in their situation. So it's great for understanding, but you also have to know how to have boundaries and deal with it in a way that doesn't hurt you in the process. Otherwise you drain yourself. Um, so I'd say more than anything, there's definitely emotional and mental taxing to it. Uh, but after a while you enjoy it because you find purpose from it. Me personally, I'm a guy who, who likes to overcome challenges. I like to overcome struggles, all that stuff. And you know, once you get to a certain point, you don't even see it as a struggle or any of that stuff. It's just, it's fun. It's like playing a game. So, um, once you just kind of make the mindset shift and focus on the growth itself, uh, within yourself and being a glass that can pour into other cups, I think that's, that's, what's going to set you on the right path. Crazy. That's, that's just, that's, I am, man. I feel like everything you're saying, like, I get it. Like I've been there. I've done that in some capacity. Like you said, it's nothing like that. I've had people tell me like, yo, why do you, why do you feel like that's your responsibility? Or why do you feel like, you know, you have to associate yourself with that? Or why do you, why did you involve yourself? Why did you do that? Why did you stop? Why did you talk to them? Why did you pull them to the side? Why did you, it's that, it's that empathy, man. It's just that sometimes you recognize that it's a story behind this, that yes, this individual could be standing on the corner, could be asking you for money, could be any anything, asking you for food, and may have not have gone about it the right way, or to you may have been rude, or just whatever, whatever, parents may not be the best, whatever. There's always a story behind. I always, I'm the first to think about, you know, I come from Philadelphia where the homeless population is insane, where drugs are at an all time high, everything like that. So I, why would that be any different? You know, they, this individual could have come from the same upbringing as me, just not had the opportunities, just not had the people in his life, maybe lost parents earlier. Different. I think about all my, I'm all about perspective, but I was, because why? Because I was once just like you and just like a lot of other people. I thought it was all about me. I thought it was just me, you know, and not in in a selfish way. Yes, but in more so a way, look, I got to focus on me. I got to grind it out. I got to make it happen. I have to win. I have to just to the fact that I was just you either with me or against me. Or you in my way type thing. But sometimes I realize some people aren't even in your way. They just need something. They just need, you know, a, to you to pour into their cup a little bit, not to completely, like you said, don't drain yourself. Don't empty your entire cup. But sometimes they just need a little sip, just a little shot, something like that to really just keep them going, because otherwise they literally have nothing. And once I really realized that, you know, I may not know the story. You may not be telling the truth. It may not. I'll feel better when I do this, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. I'll just feel better as a person. But once you adopt that with so many people in just so many situations, it can become tax and it can become a thing of, oh, you just feel like I got to help everybody. I got to stop here. I'm pulling, I'm getting on my car, green lights and just trying to, you know, do whatever I can. So you also have to recognize that, yo, all right, relax. Like you can't, you know, you can't, you can't serve everybody in every single capacity, no matter how bad you want to, no matter even if you have the resources to be able to. But if I can just make sure that I'm the reason why somebody can eat tonight or have somewhere to sleep tonight or just can live to see another day to go meet somebody else, then I'm okay with that as well. But I also do think it's hard, you know, when you just want to help everybody, when you just, you have that, you have that soft, that soft heart in you, but you also have to recognize that, look, I'm a human being too. I have to, I have to have that work life or that content life or anything life balance with what comes with anything. So speaking of balance, like with everything that you do, both online and offline, 
how do you, what, what resources, if any, what has been the best way for you to really have that balance? Because like you said, things can become taxed. You have a schedule, you have emotions, you have life. You think just like we think you go through the, the daily rigmarole of, of what it is. And especially you live in Florida, one of the craziest places in the, in oh, the yeah. United States right now. So yeah, what does that really look like for you in terms of balance? If there even is any, because some people I've straight up had them tell me tomorrow, honestly, I wish I could tell, I wish I could tell you, I really don't know. Honestly, that's something I need to get better on. So what's that really look like for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very fortunate. I put myself in a situation. I got a business that's thriving. Body's looking good. Feel strong. Relationships are good. All that, like everything in my life is amazing. I'm very grateful for that. And I think one, that's, that's what helps me understand what I want to prioritize in my life is like, you know, keeping things around that like energize me, make me feel good because I, I fully understand that I have to be the best version of me in order to help and, you know, put myself in the world. Like, unless I take care of myself first, I can't help other people. Um, and yeah, just having those boundaries is super important for balance, scheduling things out. Um, you know, just, just making sure your time management skills are good. That's something I've struggled with too. I, I was very ADHD. And so like meditating, all that stuff has helped me learn how to, you know, set times and do things in certain times. Your focus is what's really going to determine your success in anything. Um, but I'd say overall, just really like having a purpose and like finding spirituality and like making an actual connection with God. That's what keeps me going, bro. Like, that's the only reason I'm able to do what I do, because when you you have those days and we all do, when you look in the mirror, like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. There's that voice that says, nah, you got to keep going, bro. Like, you've got to keep going because you're doing this for a reason and you're changing lives. And so that's what keeps me driven. I don't even try and rely on, they say, ignore motivation, rely on discipline. I don't even think discipline anymore. I think it comes down to having a purpose, like putting your soul into the world and just doing it without apologizing to anybody and just putting yourself out there. Like that's going to keep you going because that's going to naturally fill you up and energize at a soul level. Like you're going to just feel so good that you don't want to stop. And it's something that transcends anything our minds can conceptualize, honestly. That's a word, bro. I, I swear it just made me think about how like sometimes you can, I've come across content, I've come across people, business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, you name it, like who I may not necessarily be able to, not even be able to, but I may not necessarily resonate with what you're doing per se, like maybe it be a business or service or anything. Maybe I may not even be able to utilize it myself, mm -hmm. but damn it if you haven't not just lit a fire under me to just, I go through some people's, even yours, bro, like not to say that I don't, I resonate with it for sure. But even just going through it, when Brian sent me the page, I'm just like, who is he? Like, who? Like, why? Like, why? You know, not knowing anything about this was just Brian's DM to me. Like, and me just kind of going through, just vetting it out, whatever you want to call it. But there have literally been some people who I've come across and I'm just like, wow, I don't know what this individual does. I don't know why they're doing what they're doing, but I'm motivated. I like it a lot. I, I want people to see you. And sometimes I used to just share people's stuff, like whether it just be quotes, whether it just be business service. I like that. It's creative. It's dope. It's speaking to me, anything. And that just goes to show that, you know, everybody is not going to resonate with you. You can't please everybody. But for the people who you speak to, for the people who DM you and say, yo, man, you changed my life. Yo, tomorrow I listened to an episode of the podcast and wow, I needed that gem or she just helped me start a business or now I'm going to her event and we just collaborate. You need things like that because it just lets you know that, hey, I didn't even do this 
to make to to see that happen or because I wanted that specifically to go down or you to DM me or I knew what you were going through. I did this because I just love it. But the fact that that's happened now, that's gone. It just it even fuels my fire even more. Just, oh, I can't stop. I got to keep going. And I think that that's also sometimes how God speaks to us, how, yes, there have been plenty of times, shower, room, just in the whatever, whatever. I, and I just, you hear that voice, you're just like, yo, like, because you start second guessing, you just start asking yourself questions. Could I, what could I be doing better? Did that turn out the way it wanted to? Da, da, da. You're, you're going to be a perfectionist with your own craft when you're so just passionate about it. Right. But you're also, you know, you're going to be your worst critic at all times. And that can come with the pros and that can come with the cons. Don't ever let the cons outweigh the pros to the point where it just takes you out the game because we've all been there. Like you said, sometimes you just need that extra motivation, that extra step. There's that voice in the back of your head to say, yo, you're doing the damn thing, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Right. Keep making it happen. Sometimes, like I was even thinking about after my live event. So my live event was Labor Day weekend. So September 3rd, a week after we kind of got back, I was just like, wow, like, I haven't really put out any like content. Like, is this is this still hitting the same? I feel like I'm getting lazy. I just got back from Charlotte, but I'm trying to give myself some grace that I was just traveling. I do this by myself. Like, and then I'm just like, you know, like I got to figure out how to diversify this. And I just kept procrastinating and things like that. And then blessings just started coming through. Another interview got scheduled. Another event just got locked. I got locked in for a, a feature just came out this past week of with Canvas. Like, it's just like so many things just start coming your way. And you're just like, wow, like. Just when I thought I, I missed a step or I, I was slacking a little bit. No, that, that's going to show you that, no, you're working hard. You're making it happen. But you also got to give yourself grace. You have to recognize that. Look, you're not you can't always just go, 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 go. You're going to you're going to exhaust yourself, like especially when you do this by yourself. So the fact that, you know, we can just be spoken to in so many ways and even through so many people. I even tweeted today. I said, yo, like. Because a man walked into my job and we ended up connecting because we he ended up coming into my job because. He walked into the wrong building and he was looking for a company. Come to find out this man is from Philly, just like me. He does coaching now, just like me. He wow. knew about the high schools I went to, my little brother. He knew about, he was doing some traveling in the area, trying to recruit for the, because he coaches women's basketball at Hampton University. We ended up having a 10 minute conversation, ended up finding out he does that. He's about to become a motivational speaker. His wife, his fiance has a business. So now I gave him my card, my number. So now we're about to connect for an interview. That just happened in 10 minutes though. And because he walked in the wrong building. And it's just like if that after that, I literally tweeted, I said, there are so many people around us, like just blessings, your blessings are all around us. Please pay attention to who you come into contact with and cross paths with on a daily basis. You never really know a simple hi, how you doing or a simple holding the door for somebody could turn into a connection you've never dreamed of. Because honestly, a lot of my connections have come like that. It's been the people who I've known the least. No offense to none of my family friends. I love y'all to death. But sometimes the people who you know for the least amount of time or just in the quickest interactions, they've done the most for you or they amplified you or they plugged you in. Whereas, you know, that that may have not have happened otherwise. Had he not walked into my building, I would have never met that man if I had to be very honest. So that's that's just it's just it just goes to show that, you know, like when you're passionate, when you're driven, you don't need anything. That drive alone, like you said, that drive alone will wake you up every day and just yeah. keep going at it, going at it, going at it, going at it. I love that. So I want to get into it a little bit just because I don't really know the TikTok world. So you got on TikTok. You started. You were just posting the videos. They were just kind of getting received. How they were getting received, it was what it was. At what point did you realize, like, hold on, like, hold on. You waking up, you checking the phone, you like. My follower account ain't look like that. Yesterday, hold on, we the likes are coming up. You get feedback. At what point was this really like? Okay, I, I need to lock in now and really make this happen. So my first video that really just kind of changed my perspective was one I was making. It was just about like 
different fat tissues in the body. I was just talking about like some fat loss knowledge and it hit like 4,000 views. And that was my first time. I was like, huh? All right. People, I, people want me to like tell them things about stuff I know. So I'm going to keep doing that. And so it's like, you know, here we go. I get in the content where I just start to add more value and those start hitting over and over and over. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can just give an opinion on something too. And I give one opinion and it hits like 7,000 views. I'm like, all right, so people just want me to talk about things I believe in and that I know. And so I kept doing that and showing that. And I eventually realized I was like, yo, I'm just, I'm just being myself and I'm getting followers for it. So let's just build a following off of that. And so I was like, how can I provide as much value in one video right now just being myself in the situation I'm in with what's going on around me as I possibly can? And so it's super easy to come up with content when you do that because you think like, well, what was I just thinking about? What's something I know or I'm learning? And then what's going on around me? And then you just literally apply it and add as much value as you can. And it's a lot easier when you're not thinking about like the followers you're trying to get and all that stuff. And you're just trying to think how you can be of service to somebody else. And then you're not self-conscious because it's like, how can I make their life better? I'm not really worried about mine. And so when you do that, you naturally get the followers. It's just an exchange of the universe. Um, and so, yeah, just coming in from the, uh, the point of view of how much value can I give in one minute, that's changed my entire life. So, 60 seconds, man. It's a, it's a long time or it's a short time. It depends on how you look at it and how you take advantage of it. So yeah. I, I can definitely agree with that. And I'll even kind of resonate with you a little further here and go to say that I – definitely took that mantra with the podcast. It was just like, you know, well, why am I? Cause at one point I felt like I was just looking for specific people. Like at one, at one point I told my boy, uh, Kendra, Kata, I, I won't even shy away from this. I told him, I said, yo, I got to start interviewing people that are viral. Like I, I just need to go viral. Like I, I can't keep wasting my time with all these, like this is quote unquote though. And mind you, Kendrick was episode 16 of the podcast. So I probably told him this not long after that. So this had to be like 2020. So he was just like, bro, you don't realize that the the one interview that's going to do the most numbers, the one time you really going to get noticed the most is when you least expect is when you just had fun. You had a great interview. Y'all sat down, y'all chopped it up and it just goes crazy. He says, stop looking for a specific niche. Stop looking for a specific person. Stop looking for a specific. Cause at one point on my podcast, it looked like I was just highlighting women. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like not at all. But, but for me, obviously as a guy, you just want to look for women first and they were, but I will also say, Women were the most no-nonsense when it came to the podcast. I've had a lot of rescheduled interviews, canceled interviews, mix up with times. And who was it always falling on? It was the fellas. <laughs> Sorry to throw that shit. I had to throw But the women, they be on it. They get on me sometimes because I'll be a little late. Or, hey, just making sure, just following up, da, da, da. So he was just like, yo, nah, cut that out. So the minute I cut that out and really just started pulling from everywhere, shooting my business shot, not really caring what could come of it. Oh, I had so much fun. I was getting so much more feedback. It was just like, yo, tomorrow I listened to this episode. She taught me this. She taught me that. He taught me this. He taught me that. I'm about to do this now. We're actually about to have an event. I said, damn, some of the stuff that I was getting told, I would have never guessed it to happen. But right. had I just been, you know, so stuck in my ways or just so focused on one thing, I could have blocked so many other blessings. So I think that it's important, man. It's really just just be you. I get on here and I tell people all the time, yes, as much as you want to thank me and, and you enjoyed this and everything like that, I owe it all to you. 
I, I can get on here and I could talk for 33 minutes. I could talk for 52 hours, whatever you want to do. We can talk. I got a lot to talk about, you know, but the fact that I can put somebody else on the spotlight for a minute, highlight what you do. Do I, I love that. I just love the idea the fact that you can get out there that somebody else, somebody's going to listen to this interview and now they're going to follow you on TikTok. Now they're going to tap in for the motivation. Now they're going to figure out how they can get better. How can I be my best self, Mason? What can I do? Somebody's going to listen to my previous episodes and want to know this, want to know that. And that's all that it's about, just fostering and facilitating a community, but not a community where, you know, it's just one, you stay on this side, you stay on this side. We all help each other because right. little do you know, mindset can help with a, a clothing brand. Mindset can help with an entrepreneur. Mindset can help with an artist. Being your best self can help in any form of business. You can have a nine to five. And you talk to Mason and he can still encourage you, motivate you, do all of that to help you really make sure that you're taking advantage of everything that's coming your way. So I just love the idea that some of this can be so expansive, so inclusive. But I also think it's important. It's on the person, too. It's on you to really be intentional. Why are you in this? What's your like you said, that purpose will take you so far, man. It'll take you further than any amount of money, any amount of followers, likes, reposts, anything like that, man. And that's why I'm, I'm big on now. Like I used to be so worried about. Oh, algorithm this or I gotta post here or I gotta do this now. Man, I'll drop an episode at 9 30 if I'm if I'm feeling yeah. if it was really speaking to me. You know, if I feel like let's just drop this. Now there are some time now eleven o'clock. All right, some this gets a little too late at some points, but it just goes to show that I stopped worrying about who was like who was resharing, who was reposting. No, tomorrow get the content out. This interview deserves just as much publicity as the last one and the next one. In the future one. And my, I want every interview, every episode, because I want these to be lifelong. These are archived now in places that people can just go back and listen. And none of them relate to one another. So you can start on episode 30 and then go back to eight and then go up to 72 and then do 105 if you want. Like, I, I love that idea. So for people who hear this interview, for people who have heard what you had to say, will even go look at the content, will even kind of want to tap in with you may even have some questions or may even have some relatable experiences of their own similar to your journey. What do you feel like, what do you feel like they need to know? What do you feel like if anything that we have not touched on today that you want to leave for the people that, you know, that whether they tap in with you, whether they just listen to the interview, whether they just come across your page, scroll the content and show love that way. What do you feel like the people need to know moving forward? The most important thing that I tell everyone my most important lesson I've ever learned is that it's not about what you do or any of that stuff. It's about the person that you become and the fact that the world is a reflection of you. And so no matter what you do, if you're in a situation that you're struggling, if you don't see a way out, ask yourself first and foremost, are you the person or, and do you have the thoughts of that person that is looking for a way out? Are you trapped in where you're at? Are you the person who is worthy of getting to that place that you want to be? And it always starts with looking at yourself dead in the eyes in the mirror and being like, how honest am I being with myself? Am I really worthy right at this moment of becoming that person? If you're not, you'll know it. And you got to add certain skills, certain thoughts, certain something that helps you basically become an actor in a movie and step into the role of that person that you want to be. And so you're not faking anything. You're just adding on, removing the BS and adding on the traits that you need to step into that role. And they all come from within. And so just look around you and ask yourself, if the world is not what I want it to be, 
Am I the person that I need to be for it to exist? Man, I'm upset with Brian. We should have did this way earlier because I'm sure y'all knew each other. Man, you you spoke to me today, man, and I'm sure for as much as you spoke to me, you're definitely going to speak to my audience, my followers. I have a host of just different people from the Spotify crowd to the Apple crowd to the Facebook crowd to the YouTube crowd who are just going to get this. And I'm just so excited because this is something, these are going to be one of the, not to say any of the other interviews aren't, but I feel like this will be an interview that you can listen to at different points in your life and in your journey and just realize, okay, well, this is where I am and this is where I'm at. Because I listened to this maybe five years from now and I'd be like, wow, a lot of what he was speaking about at that time, look at that. And now look at how you transformed, look at how we kept the mindset, adopted, adapted, and look at where we are. Something I saw saw a post from Steve Harvey today um, and it said, God already has a life planned out for you, worth living, worth enjoying, worth all of it. But are you in position to receive that? And a lot of, I thought, I was just like, wow, like we speak so much about everybody wants to do this and be here and do this and make six figures and and live financially free and, and don't work and start a beautiful family. Are you in position to do that though? Could you do that right now? Could you handle a family right now? Could you handle six figures right now? Could you handle not working ever again? Not Sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need that, that nine to five, that entrepreneurship, that business ownership to teach us about life. Man, owning this podcast has taught me so much about life, just how to conduct myself professionally, how to value people's time, how to finesse. Sometimes I got to finesse on here, you know, yeah. headlines, all that, just responsibility. Just I even made a, a, um, a calendar today, a calendar link so that people can now, because I had somebody reach out to me via email and they were like, hey, send me your scheduling link. I looked around. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I, I don't even have a schedule. Like, is this something I should? I normally just hey, we DM each other, we text each other, we pick a time. I, you shoot me your email, but this lady was professional, booking on behalf of somebody else. So I made the link. Literally after I read her email, replied back in like twenty minutes, sent her the link. Get an email this morning. She scheduled something. So it's just like you know, it's teaching me just things about life, how to conduct myself, how to move, how to be throughout, how to be ready to accept everything. I couldn't have been ready to accept the viral podcast or be on the the show and have my own show. I don't even have a scheduling link. How are people going to get on the show? You know, I, so I have to, and it's sometimes it's, it's humbling to me because it's just like, it's something I put off. It's something that I probably knew I should have made that I should have had it just to have it, but I did, but I made it. And now we're going to move forward. It's going to be things that I learned along the way that are just important for me. So just remember that for everybody for, you know, we think about what we want, this life we want to live, the lifestyle we want to have. Well, just based off how you're living now, how you're thinking now, how you're moving now, are you prepared to adopt that lifestyle, adopt that mindset? Because it's not just going to be the same problems you're having now. You're going to have when you have six figures. You're going to have when you're retired. They may even be bigger scale, you know, because more money, more problems. So they, the, those same car problems and those same bills and everything, they only going to amplify as you get more money. So are you responsibly handling things now to the fact that when you add more responsibility, when you adopt, it's not it's not really a change for you. It's more so just up in the scale a little bit. So right. some food for thought, man. So Mason... I thank you so much, bro. I thank you just for the value. I thank you really for just a quick turnaround time, just really being you. You, Like I said, you were even speaking to me and you didn't even realize it. I hadn't even hit follow and I, you were speaking to me, bro. I, I didn't even, because when he sent me the page, I just clicked it. I started scrolling and I was just listening. I'm just like, wow, like this is dope. And he got the content and back to match. I said, and then Brian was telling me he's doing this thing. And, you know, I took his word for it for sure. But it was just like, you know, seeing is believing. So to really see that, to really be put in front of it and now to still see it, the consistency and everything, but then to get on here and hear it, 
man, I'm, I'm, I just, I, I'm excited. I'm grateful. I, I'm very appreciative. I can't wait for this to get out to everybody for them to tap in. So the last thing before we close out, I know that we're going to have some people who want to tap in, who want to just, you know, get the same motivation and get the same gems that I got. So can you just tell us the best places to reach you? Can you tell us how we can get you to a million on TikTok, all of that? Let's do it, bro. Yeah. So my at is Mason core on everything. M-A-S-O-N-K-U-H-R. Um, Hit, hit me up in the Instagram DMs. That's the best place for me to answer. Uh, you can check out my brand website, thestampedenetwork.com. Um, I answer some emails through there too. Sign up for the email newsletter. We just we value bomb people through that. Um, so you can check that out. Check out all my socials, my YouTube, starting to get that rolling now. So getting consistent with that. I also have a podcast. It's the Stampede Network podcast. So all that stuff is through my links. Um, we're, we're at the period of time where we're, we're conquering the world so that's the goal and um yeah just hit me up wherever i'll get back to you i love that man conquering the world one step at a time just mindset man if, if, if he didn't drop some gems for y'all today then i need y'all to rewind back about 43 minutes and start this all over because i'm trying to tell you from the time he first answered till now it's just been gems this evening i'm excited to go back and listen to this just because you know it's just sometimes it's just daily reminders and it's just wait this was a, another way of what i talk about god speaking to us through other people sometimes or just yeah. a message that you may have been waiting on to receive or maybe even just some clarification. Maybe you had the message. You just needed somebody to just be, okay, go ahead and do it. Go knock it out. Go make it happen. So definitely tap on my boy Mason to everybody who continuously, you know, makes the platform happen. Show his love to the podcast. Let's go, man. I told y'all we got our last event of the year coming up in December. So be on the lookout for the details of that. Two down, one more to go, and then we starting the tour next year. So it's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be a great closeout to this year and then a great 2023. So Mason, bro, like I said, much gratitude, much love. I appreciate you, man. To everybody else out there, I love y'all. I thank y'all. This has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.